Hello and welcome back to Season 4, Episode 7 of the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session of, of, uh, with Come Follow Me. I'm your host, Matthew Roberts, and as always, today on Monday, we'll be uh, taking a pause from our Come Follow Me studies. Uh, for those who are new to the podcast, every Monday uh, we take a pause from the Come Follow Me materials uh, and we have a look, first of all, at any listener comments that have come in on email or Facebook. Uh, you can email us at session at gmail.com or uh, uh, the Facebook group is called Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Uh, please join us on there and share your thoughts on what we've studied in the week. It can cover the Come Follow Me materials, it can cover something we've studied previously, or in fact it can cover anything you've studied that's completely separate and different. Uh, and I'd love to hear what you've studied and discuss it even on the podcast in these, on these Monday episodes. Um, for today, uh, we don't have any comments as such uh, to share, and so we'll dive straight in into something else that I've been studying this week. And... Um, the thing that I wanted to study, I actually studied about a month ago now, or a few weeks ago at least, uh, but, be, but because of our uh, types of doctrine study with, by the um, kind of article given by Anthony Sweat, which by the way, if you haven't yet listened to, I fully recommend. It is about four or five episodes um, for the past number of Mondays, but it's definitely been something which I've enjoyed looking at. And so please do have a listen back to those episodes uh, if you haven't already. Uh, but today we're going to have a look at um, something that was addressed in, in an article in the most re- in the December 2020 enzyme or Leahona, I should say. It's been called Leahona for a year now, so I don't know why I keep calling it the enzyme. Uh, but it is uh, about proclamations from the church, which is actually quite a nice follow-on uh, from what we've been studying uh, with our types of doctrine, as we know from um, the most recent couple of episodes of our studies on types of doctrine. Uh, where we get our doctrine comes from a few sources, but one of those sources is by the United Voice of the Current Brethren. Uh, and these proclamations are examples of the United Voice of the Current Brethren that were given uh, during the history of the church. And it may surprise you to know, or may not surprise you to know, that there have actually been six proclamations given uh, by, the ch- by the Brethren of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, you will likely be very familiar with two of them, um, the family a proclamation to the world which we did study um recently for our come follow me um but of course we also had the restoration proclamation that was given well now nearly two years ago uh in 2020 um in a historic uh, general conference and um those two you're likely to remember but there are also another four uh some of you listening may remember the the, the fourth one which was given in 1980 Uh, I wasn't around at the time, uh, but I wasn't aware that this was given in 1980, and so it'll be interesting to to study what was said in that. So what we'll do uh, is, is, um, but then the the one that was actually given before the 1981 was given over 100 years previous to that in 1865, Um, and I know that none of you will remember that, uh, well, at least will have not been around for that. So... um, It'd be interesting to have a look at these and see what they each talk about. So we'll dive in. We'll probably get through the first half of them uh, and then we'll cover the other half next week, see how quickly we get through these things. So the first official proclamation that was given uh, by the church. So the first proclamation was given in 1841. Uh, The first official church proclamation was published on the January the 15th, in fact, in 1841 in the uh, Times and Seasons. Um, it was encouraging British saints to immigrate uh, to Nauvoo. Uh, and in fact, in the article in the Ensign, 
It says, quote, the proclamation encouraged saints to the British Isles to immigrate to Nauvoo and recommended how they should do so. It came at a significant time for the church as several members of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles were preaching the gospel in the British Isles. It was a proclamation given to a specific group of people for that specific time, close quote. I find it interesting that actually the article points out that this was given to this specific group of people because, of course, as this proclamation's focus uh, is to gather together um, in the in, in where the church was gathering together, clearly we are not asked to do that today. That has now changed that directive. But at the time, the policy, the policy doctrine, if you like, was for those saints to go and gather together and how to do so. Some of it reads, quote, we have to congratulate the saints on the progress of the great work of the last days. For not only has it spread through the length and breadth of this vast continent, but on the continent of Europe and on the islands of the sea, it is spreading in a manner entirely unprecedented in the annals of time, close quote. And then uh, near the end of the, um, the proclamation, it says, quote, as watchmen to the house of Israel, as shepherds over the flock, which is now scattered over a vast extent of the, of the country. Uh, we and the anxiety we feel for their prosperity and everlasting welfare and for the carrying out of the great and glorious purposes of our God to which we have been called. We feel it, it to urge its necessity and say, let the saints come here. This is the work, word of the Lord, and in accordance with the great work of the last days. Close quote. So as you can see, this proclamation was actually a call to gather, which is interesting because um, really, you know, that is the purpose of the church. That is one of the main missions of the church is to gather the saints, not necessarily physically to one place as it was in 1841. But we have been called and commissioned to gather a Zion-like society. Um, and we now do that in our stakes dotted across the world. But at this time, it was re required for the saints at that time to gather together in person in one body um, for a number of reasons, for for protection, for strength, for building a righteous um, posterity and moving the church forward in these last days, which, of course, uh, it was successful in doing at that time. Um, so that was the first proclamation. And obviously, it doesn't necessarily apply to us today in the specifics of gathering to one place, but some principles we can learn from it are about the gathering of Israel in the last days, the importance of meeting together and supporting each other, and so on. We then move on to the second official proclamation of the church, uh, which is um, titled um, Proclamation of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and this one was given just four years later in 1845. And was in fact given on April 6th, uh, 1845, by the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, about nine months after the martyrdom of the Prophet Joseph Smith. Now, this one, obviously, um, we, can, we can imagine potentially what is referred to in here. Um, it was given and first printed, it was first printed and distributed in New York and in Liverpool, England as well, uh, later in the year of 1845, around October. It, said, it was addressing um, that the heavens were open and that the gospel of Jesus Christ had been restored and invited all to assist in this great work. So clearly, you know, you can imagine what's happening at this stage. The fact that the, the martyrdom of the prophet Joseph Smith, the view of the church's critics at the time, that that would be the end of, as they, as they called it, Mormonism, uh, and how, you know, this, short, this work was surely finished. But then... 
nine months later. And obviously, you know, there's a number of reasons why it could have taken this amount of time. And I mean, obviously, the time to actually write it, but also the fact that at the time of the martyrdom, many of the 12 apostles were away on different missions or travels and things like that. Um, it was only print, it was printed nine months later. And it says, quote, to all the kings of the world, to the president of the United States of America, to the governors of the several states and to the rulers and people of all nations. Greeting, know ye that the kingdom of God is come, as has been predicted by ancient prophets and prayed for in all ages, even that kingdom which shall fill the whole earth and shall stand forever. Close quote. Um, and in fact, this this um, proclamation, which just restated the fact that Christ's kingdom, the church, had been restored to the earth, uh, it was actually read, parts of it, in 1975 by President Ezra Taft Benson um, to reaffirm those truths and proclaim them in the world. Uh, he read, quote, To the rulers and peoples of all nations, we solemnly declare again that the God of heaven has established his last day kingdom upon the earth in fulfillment of prophecies. Holy angels have again communed with men on earth, God has again revealed himself from heaven and restored to the earth his holy priesthood with power to administer in all the sacred ordinances necessary for the exaltation of his children. Close quote. So that you know brings us to the end of that proclamation as such that I wanted to point out as well. Um, but as you can see, both of them, perhaps whilst, uh, well, particularly the first one were, was more specific to that time, there are principles that we can learn from these proclamations and they are in many ways, in terms of the doctrines that they teach, timeless, uh, as many of the doctrines, in fact, uh, of, of Christ are. Uh, and so, yeah, um, what we'll do is next week we'll continue on and have a look at another couple of these proclamations and see what they have to uh, share uh, for us as members of the church today. Thank you very much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please continue to follow, as always, uh, in all the platforms that I've just mentioned at the start of the episode. Thank you for listening, and until we meet again.